Welcome back to the Sweet Clarity Podcast, the place where we deepen the relationship we have with ourselves and get radically clear on our life purpose. I am your host, Grayson Wadajaw, a certified life purpose coach currently based in Bali. And I am here to bring you clarity, peace, awareness, and inspiration for you to follow the things that light you up, live a more intentional life, and unconditionally love who you are. Let's go find some sweet clarity. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Clarity. I am so excited to talk about this today because this topic is so incredibly near and dear to my heart and it's been really coming to the forefront for me in this last little chapter of my life as I am really getting clear on my desires, my my personal practices in this realm and just calling in that king. You know, I've been vocal about that in some episodes, but I'm really coming to a place in my life where the clarity that I'm asking for is clarity on my life partner, who he is, how he shows up. And I think it's so important in that quest or that intention that we pour just as much, if not more, love and energy into ourself during that time. And so I got asked a beautiful question on Instagram from Sally Walsh, and it basically speaks to this. She wants to know the best inner practices and physical activities that encourage self-love. So let's get started. Let's dive right in. So the first inner practice of cultivating self-love comes to awareness, of course, right? Awareness is 90% of the transformation. That is a core belief that my best friend Zoe has ingrained into me and it will never leave. It pops up in everywhere, right? We can't transmute or transform without the core of awareness there, which is just so true. We can't really evolve a belief unless there's awareness present first that we have said belief, right? So when I think about patterns and reflexes and self-talk, this trifecta is really needed in the conversation of self-love because this is conscious relating to yourself 101. If we aren't aware of our self-talk, we can't do anything to make it positive. If it's negative, if it's a program that's running unconsciously, we can't change that unless we know that it's happening. And when it comes to reflexes, like I'll just share a personal example for me, like where I see this in myself is with the emotion of judgment. I, I catch myself having really judgmental thoughts, not only to myself sometimes, but also to others. When I'm observing people out in the world, if I'm observing couples together, people alone, whatever the case may be, I, I find myself with a reflex of judgment. And then I catch myself and then I ask, is this actually a belief? Like, do I actually believe that judgmental thought to be true? And taking it that step further to question that reflex helps me cultivate self-love because it's not true. A lot of the times it's just a belief that I was conditioned to believe from somewhere. And when I can take that time to pause, take that time to question my belief, then I can find more compassion for myself because 
it is that inner practice. It is that inner work of living in accordance to my values. And living in accordance to my values happens because I give myself the space to do so. I feel like there's a baseline of self-love in my life that allows me to to take that pause. Like there's a constant reminder to bring myself in awareness, you know, loving awareness of my patterns and question them, bring them to the light, question my reflexes. Is this judgment mine? Can I give it away? Can I understand where this came from? And then that self-talk, it's, it's everything. Self-talk is self-love. You know, how can we relate to ourself in a mindful, conscious, aware manner? So that's an inner practice of mine that I practice every day. You know, that is my internal world. It's, an, it's a constant reflection. It's deepening every day because I take that time to pause. I question. I bring awareness to things. You know, I, I shine the light on the parts of me that I don't necessarily want to, you know, bring to the world and talk about on the podcast. But that's part of the inner work. It's part of the cultivation of our self-love. And we can only go as deep with someone else as we've gone ourselves. So that brings me to my next inner practice of being mindful of how much energy you give to others in relation to how much you give to yourself. So this here is about the quantity of energy. This is the distinction of depleted energy versus being energized. This is when we notice if people-pleasing is in our vibration. You know, are we giving more to others than we give to ourselves? This is an inner practice. This is an awareness that we must have if we desire to cultivate a self-love practice and to live in alignment with practices and activities that encourage self-love. We need to be aware of who takes our energy. We need to be aware of how much we are giving. Because self-love, to me, the visual of self-love is a full cup. It's overflowing. I am not depleted. I give from a full cup. And that's an inner practice of just knowing. It's just an awareness. It's just mindfulness. It's setting that intention that I will give from a full cup. I will fill up others. From my overflow. So having that practice of like looking within, taking stock of how much energy at the end of the day I have given to others versus how much I've given to myself. And if there's an imbalance there, you know, that's where we can talk about creating a morning routine. That's when we can talk about creating your wind down ritual or your like midday break, right? It's not selfish. It's coming back to yourself. It's knowing this is needed. This is necessary. What are the things that fill up your cup? It is not selfish to fill up your cup. It is necessary because filling up your cup allows you to live your most expressed life. That's the version of you that you want out there in the world. That version of you is going to attract the people that are in alignment with you, your authentic self. That quantity of energy, you know, at the end of the day, are you completely done? Are you spent? Are you depleted? And then retrace your steps and figure out where that energy is going. And if you spent any time on yourself that day, take note of that and try to just adjust tomorrow. You know, adjust, fine tune, receive that feedback and do something about it. And we'll get into the physical activities after this. But 
yeah, it's just all about awareness. You know, this list here of inner practices, it is all about mindfulness, awareness, bringing light to these things that we do and just cultivating that internal world because it's all a reflection, baby. The internal is a reflection of the external. So we need to start with N. This brings me to my next bullet point here. So distancing ourselves from the people who don't honor you or your vision or your goals or your beliefs or even your idea of what love looks and feels like to you. And I mean distance in a loving way. I don't mean, you know, necessarily cut these people off, ghost them. I don't mean that. I just mean to have discernment. You know, this is an inner inner practice, having discernment, understanding that, you know, having access to you is an honor. And so if someone's in your life and it doesn't feel aligned, you know, it doesn't feel like they don't have your highest good in their intention, you do not need to keep them around. They don't need to have access to your inner beauty, your inner light. So you can't really force alignment. You really can't. Like no matter how hard you try, like alignment is something that can't be forced. And you can't sustain a romantic connection that is built upon the energy of pretending. So discernment is really key here. And this is an inner practice that needs to be cultivated for not only yourself, but for others. When you meet someone, you you have a an intuitive hit or a, a gut instinct of if this person can uphold your vision, if this person can honor your beliefs, if they don't, they're not meant for you. And that's fine. They will continue on their journey just as you will yours, but you can't force alignment. So the inner practice here is discernment. And the inner practice is really honoring who has access, making that choice. Another thing I love to do in my internal world, in my inner work, (laughs) in my toolkit here is to become acquainted with my internal masculine and feminine energy and living in harmony with the divine counterpart that lives within me. I'm, I'm really deep on this path of divine feminine and masculine energy. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen several posts about this. It's just the most alive thing for me right now because I desire a deep connection. I desire a love that I have never experienced before to a depth and a level that I've never gone. So I have a hypothesis here. I want to just preface that because I am currently not in love. I've currently not met my counterpart, but what I my belief about this is because I have and you know this goes for you as well. We both have the masculine and the feminine pole within us. So for me to get acquainted with my feminine energy is a journey. And I've been on this journey now for a while and understanding who she is. What does she like? What are her desires? And really just sitting in that energy of like, who is this goddess, this queen that lives within me? I really put my focus here of like understanding her. And at the same time, I sit with myself and I understand my inner masculine because he's the one that supports her. And so my hypothesis here is that my divine masculine counterpart is going to feel aligned to my inner masculine energy through his essence of providing support. And so it's going to be a very clear distinction when I meet 
him in real life, when I meet him, the support is going to be very complementary. It's going to be very resonant to the way that my divine masculine inside relates to my feminine radiance. So that's an inner practice for you guys out there is to really get acquainted with your inner masculine and your inner feminine. Who are they? What do they like? What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are their shadows? Like really personify these people. Visualize them. How can they live in harmony with one another? Because that's the thing. We talk about these energies all the time. And we also talk about how we are suppressing one, right? It's like, I used to think that I was just so in my masculine that I needed to completely shut him out to just completely disregard my masculine energy and just be in the feminine. And that's a common mistake that people make when they get into this world of the masculine and the feminine. We can't ever shut one out. We're constantly flowing between both. You know, right now I'm in my, my flow. I'm in a feminine flow. But right before this episode, I made a masculine spreadsheet of my ideas. We can't shut one out because they need each other. You know, they're living together. They're in harmony. This is a counterpart. They need each other. So getting acquainted with that, getting to know them is an amazing inner practice that's not only going to bring you clarity on you as a fully embodied person, but it's going to bring you clarity on the type of partner that you desire, you know, what their energy is going to feel like. I know the way that the masculine, I'm desiring that to feel because I can feel it within me. I know that my partner is going to be in his masculine so much so that I can be just as deep in my feminine knowing that I'm safe, I'm supported, and I've got it, right? Like I'm able to flow, I'm able to be expressed because he is so rooted in his masculine. Like that's the feeling that I'm going for because I can feel it in myself to a degree. Another inner practice on this is really harnessing a vision and like visualize the life that you desire, the love that you desire, kind of like what I just spoke into, like the partnership you desired and anchor into that. Like this is an energetic practice here. So focus your energy on receiving that, holding that and being that. And this is like, this is a spiritual job. You know, self-love is spiritual. Self-love, manifestation, self-worth, self-belief, all of these things are intertwined. And this is just life. This is just us going about our day-to-day. It's all here. It's all inside of us. You know, and it's a beautiful desire we have to love ourselves. And I really believe it's our natural state. We're just stripping away the conditioning of what we've been told and what's being shoved in our face on a day-to-day basis, we're just stripping all of that away to come back to our natural state. Because our natural state is love. We already have it. We already have it in us. It's just a matter of clearing the vessel, seeing it. It's already here. And then the last inner practice that I have on my list is to get clarity on what you are available for and what you are not available for. And, you know, I guess this is kind of related to boundaries in a way, but just understanding if you're available for something, you know, and it's kind of self-explanatory. It's just like, what feels in alignment to your body? 
what is an alignment to you? What are you available for? You know, that what is a clear yes? When we, we tune into the, the body and making decisions from that place of feeling the expansion or the contraction within us, I always like to pause and I always like to check in with my body when I'm making a choice. And so that to me is like, yes, I'm available for that. And I feel an opening. If there's something coming into my life, if there's an opportunity being presented, if there's if somebody even wants to hang out and, and wants to be with me and whatever, I check in and I, you know, I see if I'm available for that. You know, I get clarity. So that's an inner practice that all comes back to self-love because it all comes back to consciously relating to ourself. What are you a yes for and what are you a no for? Okay, let's get into physical activities. So this is more external focused. They're so key. Like both of these are so important of inner and outer. So the first one that came to mind, because I had a really big breakthrough on this, is to stare into a mirror and talk to yourself. Make this a ceremony. Like I, guys, I talked to myself in the mirror one time for over an hour. What I did was I invited my highest self into the moment and I just straight channeled her wisdom. I was just sitting down. I had a mirror. I was staring into my eyes, just receiving whatever needed to come through. And it was the most profound experience. And this is a practice. This is now in my toolkit. You know, if I am ever feeling disconnected to myself, if I'm ever feeling just like lost and wanting to connect, I know. All right, let's get, let's sit down. Let's look at the mirror. You know, like, let's see what's up. Let's see what the highest self has to say. Try that out sometime if you're feeling disconnected and you're feeling like, your self-love battery is a little low, go sit down and go look at yourself for like honestly an uncomfortable amount of time and see what happens. It's really beautiful. Another one that I am a strong fan of, and I've talked about this on the podcast in the past, is conscious solitude. For me, what this looks like is spending the morning or like the first half of my day completely in solitude because this is how I cultivate my own energy. Because to me, Again, self-love is getting to know yourself so you can get to know your desires. You can get to know what you like, and then you can understand how you can provide that for yourself and also ask for that from others. We can't do any of these things unless we know who we are. Like I will say that every single day for the rest of my life. We must have a deep desire to understand who we are, how our bodies work, how our minds work, how we best operate our energy so we can go live our purpose so we can go meet our soulmate so we can be in union in harmony with this world we have to do that through being alone being in solitude cultivating our energy this is where the seed of self-love is planted and you will never regret it the gifts straight up gems and gold that is mined from solitude is like honestly the most precious gems and gifts and gold that I have in my life. It's from the time that I've spent alone. It's from the mornings, each day, waking up, 5 a.m., doing two hours of conscious solitude, of my rituals, of cultivating my energy so then I can go out in the day as my fully expressed, clear self. And that's how I relate to people. It's amazing. You know, like that is a physical activity that I do personally every single day. Some more activities are voicing your desires. Like I mentioned, this is the essence of the feminine energy. So this goes along with communicating your boundaries, 
this goes into expressing your heart and sharing how the alignment is feeling for you. It comes back to that awareness. It's like, okay, let's tune in. Does this feel aligned? Am I available for this? Feeling the answer, letting that come to you, and then taking it that step further of voicing, of communicating, of expressing. That's a physical practice. Another one that I absolutely love is taking yourself out on a date. I do this at least once a week, sometimes more, and especially more recently because I'm like really focused on this right now. But taking myself on a date, I go to dinner, I dress up, and I'm present at that table. I do not have any screens, no Kindle, no phone, nothing. And I practice. I'm light and I'm bright and I'm charming and I'm enchanting. And I'm in that frequency of romance. I'm in the frequency of a date. And I really envision the divine counterpart with me at that table. Like, how will it make me feel to be with him? Then just sit there and just hold it, right? It's like, it's going back to harnessing the vision. It's anchoring into that. That's what I practice physically on that date. And I do that often. And it's changed my life. It's really gotten me into a new frequency. And I feel like now love is so close because I'm practicing being in love. And that's a physical cultivation of not only love in general, but self-love because I love myself to a certain degree that I want to take myself on a date. It's a ceremony. It's like, okay, Grayson, let's go. You deserve this. Let's go. I want to treat you, right? It's like, I'm treating you to a nice dinner. Let's go. And if you guys have any more questions specifically about this, I'd love to expand. Just send me a DM and let me know because I love dating myself. Another way that I practice self-love is through saying no. And, you know, especially (laughs) to opportunities that present itself with major obligation energy attached. Because if that is so, like if in my body it's a no and I'm unavailable for that, then that is an indication to me that it betrays my sense of self-love. And I am in no way available to betray myself and to betray what I consider self-love to be. So saying no is always a form of self-love if it honors ourself. And then lastly on my list, I've got food. So intuitive eating, mindfulness of consumption. This is such a potent way that we love ourselves. It's through how we are treating ourselves, our temple, what we are putting into our body. Is it abusive or is it from love? You know, how are we feeding ourselves? How are we nourishing ourselves? How do we relate to our body? Are we treating it like a king or a queen? Are we treating it like a temple, a palace, a castle? We have the power to choose all of these things. And so this is a physical practice of mine. Intuitive eating, you know, knowing when enough is enough and any sort of consumption, if this is social media, if this is food, if this is alcohol, if this is matcha, <laughs> caffeine, it all comes back to that pause for me. Just asking myself, am I available for this or am I not? And then just act in accordance to that answer. So that wraps up my, my list, my little spreadsheet that I made of my favorite inner practices and physical activities of how I encourage self-love in my life. And this is something I'm so passionate about and I'm always eager to learn more because it's so important. I think love is the energy that is everything. It's everywhere. It's everything. It's our natural state. 
And this journey of awareness, the spiritual journey, it's all pointing towards that. It's all pointing towards how can I understand my soul to a degree that I'm at my natural essence. Like that's that's the reason why I do what I do. It's so I can understand and embody the being, the true being that I am. So I hope you received a little something that you can take with you out into your life from this episode. Let me know how this lands, how this resonates. If you have anything that you would like to add to these lists of inner practices or physical activities, I would love to hear them. You can send me a DM on Instagram at graywa or at Sweet Clarity. The links are in the show notes. If you would like to follow along to what I share online, I would love to have you there. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you all the best day, week, month ahead, wherever you are listening to this in the world. So much love, so much abundance. All of the magic is coming right to you. So thank you, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining me and listening to this episode of Sweet Clarity. I'm always so grateful to hear from you and receive your feedback, your thoughts, and any questions you may have. Make sure you take a second to leave a review or a rating for the show so I can expand my voice and bring more clarity to the world. I would also be so deeply honored to support you personally on your journey of not only discovering your life purpose, but embodying it as well. So if you resonate with my energy and the content I share here on Sweet Clarity, and you happen to be seeking guidance from a professional life coach, click the link in the show notes to book a free discovery call with me so we can begin working together to bring more clarity into your life purpose. I am so grateful you are here and I'll speak to you in the next episode.